Welcome to the Tribute to Happiness at Work, at Home, in Life podcast. What is happiness? Where do you find happiness? How do you feel happiness? Do you control your own happiness or is somebody else controlling your happiness? Are you living a meaningful and worthwhile life where you experience joy, contentment and positive well-being? Do you feel happiness at work, at home and in life? In this Tribute to Happiness podcast, you will discover what happiness means to people all over the world and how they implement happiness in their life. Here is your host, Hjeden Svenperson, and with him you'll explore these and other interesting topics. Hello and good morning all you great people out there. This is Iceland calling. Happiness is contagious and in these troubling times, let's spread happiness all around. If you find it difficult to find your happiness, how about stopping watching the news all the time, because that is depressing. Start doing something that gives you smile on your face. How about walking in the grass barefoot? But before you do that, listen to this episode of Tribute to Happiness first. And now, who are we going to call? Should we try this one? Hello? Making your mind up. Da, 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 da. Hello, hello. Hello. How are you? Hi, Darren. Yeah, it's good to talk. It's yes. been a, a long time. Thank you. It's <laughs> been a long time, yes. Should we tell people that we were together on uh, the uh, Chief Happiness Officers uh, program in Copenhagen in uh, December last I think year? We should. So I the, think we should. Yeah, so they know, so they know the, they know they can feel the friend friendliness between us. <laughs> Absolutely. Virtual hug. Yes, virtual, <laughs> yes. How how are you my friend? How is you how are you coping with the uh situation in the world? You know what? It's actually been pretty good, I have to say. Yeah. Um you know, I, I think um uh, clearly it's a, it's a it's a challenging situation for for many people but i think from a personal point of view i i actually quite like working at home so you know it gives me a, a great deal of flexibility i still have a job which is a, a great thing um because a lot of people don't in this situation um and it's it's really really busy uh for for my for my work so you know i'm i'm looking at really positively on another positive uh, note, I don't have to commute, which is brilliant, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> saving me uh, probably about uh, two or three hours a day in, in, on the train. So, you know, whilst I'm losing a lot of reading time, uh, the time I'm making up at home, with, which is great, um, and especially when the weather's good, which it has been for a few weeks, not today, mind, but uh, oh. it's been great getting garden and getting some sunshine and you know working a little bit flexibly is fantastic yeah uh i mentioned your name darren but we forgot to yeah. uh, introduce you so you <laughs> <laughs> so can you can you tell can you tell people a little bit about you like they know you're yeah. darren and they probably have figured out that you're british i am british yeah 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 so my name is darren illingworth 
I, uh, I'm actually from the UK, so I'm from Leeds originally, um, probably well known in Scandinavian areas. We, we have a, I'm a big Leeds United supporter, so uh, we have a lot of uh, fans in Scandinavia and I think a few in Iceland as well. Oh, yes. um, <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, uh, I actually lived in between Leeds and Manchester. I spent a lot of time in Manchester as well. Um, so for those of you that know the north of England, you'll know kind of whereabouts it is. Um, so yeah, my, I um, I currently work for a, a global law firm where my role is uh, communications and engagement manager. Um, so I that was really how we met, I guess, because we uh, we met on the course in Denmark, of course, the Chief Happiness uh, Officer course. Um, which was a great uh, a great period. Uh, it seems like such a long time ago now uh, with uh, with lockdown since. But uh, yeah, that that was how we met. Uh, that was triggered by my role at work, really. Um, so we're looking at ways in which we can enhance our understanding of some of the the, the models and the the uh, different ways of managing engagement. So we we looked at the happiness course, which is real real eye opener. Uh, to be honest yeah but how, how no 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 because this podcast is about like uh, happiness at work happiness at home and and happiness in life in general how you combine those things so as you were saying that you have this role in your company to look at the potential probably of the staff members and and getting yeah. the, the best out of staff members and keeping them happy or uh, or achieving happiness. So, have you implemented some like? Can you can you tell us about happiness at work? How how both how you implemented the uh, things? Maybe probably you learned in Denmark and 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 then again like, what do you self do for your own happiness at work? Yeah. So so. Let me focus on what we've implemented first then, I guess, which is the first question. So in a global global law firm, so we have, um, so I work in, a, in an IT function and we, we kind of service the, the rest of the firm. So we prop up the technology that the lawyers use um, and, and their day-to-day work really. So my focus is really on IT people and we work very remotely a lot of the time. So we have, um, quite a big office contingent but we're lucky to have quite a flexible work policy as well so we work across 24 hours all over the world so our team is very much spread out in a lot of different ways so you're not really able to come face to face with the whole of the team so we we probably have about 500 people split across right from um, Australia um, through Asia um, into Europe and we have a big contingent in the UK as well so when we're talking about happiness it's very difficult for us to implement anything which is a face-to-face element because if you do something for for one half of your uh, workforce then obviously you can't do it for the other and you're, you're creating this negative uh, negative perception so we have to be really considerate of what we're trying to do so um, some of the traditional things uh, that you would expect uh, where these people always talk about and making people happy. Uh, one of the, the things we learned at the in the uh, session in Denmark was uh, predominantly about fruit, which was uh, which is a big uh, talking point, wasn't it? And coincidentally, we already have fruit, so it's not, it's not a big issue um, in terms of taking that away or giving it 
And these are these are not seen as real things that make you happy, of course. Um, so I went away from Denmark really um, looking a little bit more analytical about what we do and what we were thinking of doing and how we might um, implement something that actually makes a difference to people. And the, the first thing I, I wanted to do was actually to be able to measure this. Um, so looking at ways in which we can collect um, that information from people on a regular basis. And we are in really early stages, to be honest, because we, um, we, were, we were kind of building up to a release. And, and of course, anything that we want to do that makes a difference generally uh, on this scale does cost a little bit, bit of money to do some um, technology changes and capture this type of information from people. So we were looking at uh, different systems, uh, different ways of uh, capturing feedback from people. So we were ready to roll with uh, with a method of doing this pre-COVID. But of course, then money gets restricted. So we, we had to think a little bit differently um, about how we do that. So we got together a, um, a working group uh, from around the, uh, around the teams, looked at different ways in which we could uh, capture data. And, and my small team have managed to uh, implement um, kind of a social media tool for a short period uh, where we looked at little studies as to how uh, people like to be uh, communicated to. And, and communication in this period um, is really critical, of course, because we, we moved everybody onto a remote working uh, way of working uh, within a week. Um, so we had to make sure that we had some way of keeping in touch with people. And we have traditional tools, but of course, when you move everything uh, onto remote working, you're not entirely uh, 100% how it might cope with that because it's never been fully tested in that way. So we had to make sure we um, were considerate of that. And we already had a some tools that we were uh, exploring using from a social media perspective. So we, we implemented um, a tool called Yammer, uh, which was a, it's part of the Office 365 um, kit, and people will be able, to, be able to Google that, and I'm sure a lot of people use it already, um, but it was, it was new to us. So we created this tool to collect um, information from people about um, what they wanted to see uh, through their through their digital channels, really, uh, to connect people. And it's a way of keeping people in touch, uh, which is really critical uh, to, to raise that happiness level, uh, particularly for people that were perhaps on their own, uh, so single people uh, working at home for the first time um, and not able to, to keep in touch with other people. So we, we, we've done that. And as a firm, we've also we've, we've made sure that there are... Um, the ways of using video uh, calling if people want to, but not made it compulsory. Um, because I know uh, some some firms or some companies are really going to town with the use of the likes of Zoom and video calling. Uh, and I know it can get quite, <laughs> it can make you unhappy uh, being on a video call all day, particularly for people that are actually on conference calls a lot. I think it's nice sometimes to be able to just put a headset on, walk around the house um, and take audio calls and do other things while you're, while you're on a call yeah. and get kind of exercising your legs yeah. rather than sat there 
Yeah. How when you say you're globally, how can you tell us how how many staff members there are in the connected to the firm and how you like because when you are talking about happiness, uh, you have your stuff in 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 UK in the UK, but like people in uh, Portugal, they don't do the may- maybe the same thing and stuff like so. You have another perspective about it. So how ma- how many people are there uh, associated with your firm? That's one question, and then like, how how did you your you and your team think about like the aspect of uh, the difference between the nations? And when you came from Denmark to the company, was management just like, yeah, go for it, or did you have mm-hmm. to did 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 you have to like sell them the idea of like collaborate to to put this implement this in the implement this in the in the firm? Yeah, yeah. So, so start start with that one first. Yes, the we're still in the sales uh, process to a degree because we are a, a large firm and we're we're talking about probably up to ten thousand people worldwide. Well, hell no, that's, that's <laughs> so, a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We have a big uh, contingent all over the world, and it, obviously it's, it changes um, on a regular basis as well. Um, so we have. You know, we're in a lot of most countries in the world, and a lot of cities in the world. We have a we have a contingent, an office, even in Copenhagen. Funnily enough, um, so we yeah, it's a big firm. So there's a lot to do, and and coming from uh, the IT function, we're part of a larger uh, function. Uh, we call ourselves business services. So you incorporate HR, finance, those and property, those type of functions within that. And then that makes up probably about fifty percent of the of the workforce, and then fifty percent of the the rest of the firm is the law element. So you lawyers and you supporting uh, workers. Um, I had really good support in in terms of going for the uh, the course because my uh, manager had been on it already. Um, so he saw the benefit and wanted us. He was really pushing us to go on on the car. So myself and one of my colleagues uh, went out there at the same time. And uh, um, I know that his manager had been on the course previous to that. So there was a real hierarchy of um, support in terms of embracing what we learned and embedding that, um, but embedding it in the right way because we want change to be long lasting, not just a kind of a flash in the pan. Uh, little initiatives that we could just do and um, and they kind of come and go overnight, which are good in some degree. But I, my view, I think they have to be part of a bigger strategy because when you're talking about cultural shift, then it needs to be a journey and it's an, an evolution, yeah. uh, not a revolution, as they say, as the saying goes. Um, so yeah, it, it's been it's been great, and, and we are in the middle of the, of the cell because I think it, that will never change. We're always trying to sell something that we're doing and in a, in a firm our size we have to uh, make sure that we are um, getting the right people on board constantly um, so we're very much focused on values because we find that is really um, ingrained in our firm and we have a we have a firm which is really high on values um, and I've been with this company for coming up to a year now and I've worked in some different uh, organizations uh, over the past 20 years and, and I can tell you not all of them put values at the mm. at the top of the agenda 
and they don't put people at the top of the agenda and what's right for, for people and their employees, um, which is really, really important um, if you value that yourself. And I think, you know, moving on to kind of the work element and what makes me happy, I think it's finding um, a, a business and a set of people that you work with that value the same things, whether that's happiness, whether that's anything else. You know, I think it's um, you know, it's important you match yourself with the with the right firm, and that doesn't happen overnight. And you know, I've spent a long time searching for for the right company to work for, and and gone down some some kind of dead ends really. Um, but I think I found a, a place where I'm genuinely happy um, from, from all counts and it's really important I think if you if you're not happy or if you've got that good feeling that this isn't quite the place to be I think I think you've always got to keep your eye on on, on that future to, to um, find the right place to be really because everybody has a place I think in this world in that they find the right situation the right setup the right company um, and that's what makes me happy is that um, that feeling that you have that comfort, um, that you're in the right place, you have a purpose, um, and that you're doing some good. Um, I think that re- that's really important for me in work. And trusted, trusted to do things like if you get a task, then you yeah. you have you're allowed to like experiment or or in a in a boundaries of some things but but, yeah. but what about the uh, the uh, like w- when you started to look at the things in your company like when i was saying because if you're if you're a global company then it must be like you must in a way look at the culture around you like you have a one culture in leeds and then maybe in copenhagen there's a like they are more relaxed or something like it's, it's it depends on what like how how yeah. did you did you take that into consideration or or do you think like because when I started talking about this in Iceland because happiness that it can like in English it is just like everybody knows what happiness is but I can't yeah. I can't go to company and say yeah you need to happiness because happiness means probably ten things I can use ten words for happiness so it's yeah. just like how do you do it when you think about the different cultures. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think we we do have that challenge. We, we we have people in different different cultures all over the world. I think for me, it's not trying to force a one size fits all uh, because that's not clearly not going to work with anything you try and do when you put in, in when you're trying to implement something across different cultures. Um, the people that are part of that culture understand that culture better than. Uh, anything I could ever understand. Um, so you have to rely on what people tell you. Um, and I think when you're talking about improving happiness and we link it to engagement because that's where we are at the moment in terms of understanding the how people are kind of, there's a measurement and, and it's quite clear in a lot of firms that that's the way that people do it. But happiness goes deeper than that, of course. Um, but with, when we're talking about engagement, I think it's important that we, we have a mechanism in there for, for listening to people, that we create a culture whereby people feel that they can talk up, they can speak up if they're not happy with something, if they want to challenge a way of working, 
and that they have the freedom and autonomy to go and change it. Um, so, you know, we will set up um, local groups where they are, they own their own, you almost have a kind of a, a, a regional culture and we don't want to change that because that's the beauty of a diverse workforce is that they, the cultures uh, are great. You know, it's, you know, everything has, uh, has value coming out of different cultures. And when we start to mix and get multicultural um, uh, workforces, you know, it really starts to spark off different ideas and different ways of working and real benefits. So we want to really retain that and, and respect the local culture. But we also want to make sure that we feel like one team. Um, and I think that's really important as well, that when we're talking about um, why we're doing something, so why we're working on a particular um, piece of, of, of work, why we're changing particular things, it's because uh, we are working in one direction as one team and we have one objective, which is to uh, serve the end customer, which is the law community of our firm, who in turn serve our um, our customers out there who, who pay the bills. Yeah. So we have one purpose and, and that is when it, you know, everything we do from a, from a communication point of view in messaging, we ensure that we, we link that up as to that one team message. But when we're talking about culture and what works and makes people happy, um, belonging to something um, special in that one one team is, is important, but it's important that they retain their, in, their local cultures because uh, that's how things work day to day uh, for the teams. And, and we want to keep that, uh, keep that in place. So we have uh, a regional um, partners who look after the different functions within each of the countries who are kind of the go-between for uh, the IT function and the rest of the business and, and they keep a check on uh, what's happening day to day and we they really are the, a, a really important role but we want to make sure that people can can talk up and, and feel that they uh, they won't be challenged and, and every mess every bit of messaging that comes out from the firm is very supportive of that and that their people's opinions are respected and that's incredibly important for, for sparking off happiness and satisfaction with people. Yeah. Now we talked about in Denmark, I like Alexander Kjerulf who, who managed the uh, ACAD course. Sometimes yeah. the English language is just <laughs> I, I can't say some I, words but I mean, uh, uh, because we talked about results and relationships. So you are still yep. in you are still in like the early stages. Uh, so you are, have not some results. You can't tell us about some results. But relationship was there someone like when you started to do this? Were, were there somebody outside like in the global stuff? They, they sent you an email. But Darren, this is great. Like, did you have you uh, contacted uh, some people or met some people online where you were talking about this? Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll give an example of only yesterday, actually, and, and you'll, um, you'll you'll remember Sue who came with me on on the course. Um, she sent me something. And Sue's a learning development manager, and and part of the thing that she's been doing, which we've been working closely on, is how we get. Um, and it's part of work happiness is to make sure that people have the right skills and uh, they're they're. Um, they feel they've got the, the skills to do the role that they're 
they're, they're working in. And she sent me something yesterday, which was really nice to see. She'd had some feedback from uh, one of the IT, uh, one of the technical um, architects that she'd been working with. And, and she's put in a, um, an access to a platform, which is a, almost a, a pick and choose of what you feel your skills are, um, where, where you want to kind of explore different learnings. Uh, it's like an online platform which you can go in and just do things at your own uh, your own leisure, which right now is really important because we don't have the facility to go and do any type of classroom learning. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, where people once would, would do that. So this uh, this has given people the, the freedom to work flexibly at home while they're remote working at a time which suits them. And the 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 different uh, levels of um, of detail and coverage of these courses and different learning uh, uh, platforms that are in there, um, people really like. Um, and it's been a real great piece of work. And one of the architects sent sent her a note yesterday and just said. This has been a revelation. Um, you know, in in the last couple of years, we haven't seen anything like it. Um, and this has been uh, one of the best things we've seen. And, and we working in IT, if anyone works in IT, you, you'll understand that um, sometimes IT people are not the best at giving positive feedback because it's just the way that IT works. Um, it's very much a, a, a culture of, well, we just get on and do it. You know, that's our job. We, yeah. we do it well. We don't really ask for feedback and we don't tend to give it. Um, so you know when, when you get good feedback, it has been good. Um, and, I, and I've worked in IT for a while now and, and I understand that, you know, not for everybody, but for a large percentage of, of personalities that work in IT, that's quite common. Um, so we have to understand that as well. But um, I, I thought that was a really good um a really good thing for a, for a Friday, particularly. Uh, sorry, for a Thursday. It was mine the week, so I'm off today. Um, it, it was just nice to see. Uh, and it was an early win, I think, for, for some of the things we're implementing. It just shows that we're on the right way of thinking um, in some of the things we're, we're trying to do here. And it's, it's, it's a long journey. You know, culture changes. It's a long, it's a long journey. Um, but we, we focus well on it. And you have to celebrate the small things. Small Absolutely, wins, yeah. so that, that's that, that's a great great stuff to hear. So if we move on and, and talk about your uh, happiness at home, because well, I know you have a, a little beautiful daughter, so you uh, yeah. like she must keep you busy. Very much so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what what how how can you like? Have you implemented some of the things from uh, the course, or or how 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 do you look at happiness at home? Differently, well, I'm, uh, absolutely. I must say that the best, the the biggest thing that we did anyway. But the hugs, the daily hugs are are amazing. So anyone that has kids, you understand that. But um, you know, when you when I was coming home, uh, commuting, and the first thing you get is a hug through the door. Uh, she's kind of she's nearly two years old now, so um, and starting to really understand what's going on around her and and. You know, starting to live life as a as a as a young girl rather than a baby, um, which is amazing to see the transformation. And I, I, I said it right at the start of this: the one of the benefits of being in, in lockdown and working remotely is to spend more time with her. Um, and 
I just wouldn't have done. Uh, she she was at nursery uh, full time before, so even working kind of a few days, three four days in the office and a day at home, you don't get to see her all day. Um, and whilst it's a real challenge, and, and I think anyone who's a parent in this circumstance will understand that you know trying to do full time jobs and look after children and at the same time is really really difficult, but. You know, it helps having the flexibility uh, from the from the employer to to work around that. But it's a real it's a real benefit, and and it really makes me happy being able to just spend time seeing that transformation, uh, which I just wouldn't have got. I think so. You know, you look at uh, my approach to life. Uh, certainly, in the past ten years, has always been to you know look at things. Uh, it's the old half empty, half full type of scenario that mm. we say a lot. And, um, you know, you can look at things in two different ways. And if you look at things positively and look for the benefits and the, you know, the silver linings out of things, I think you, you generally tend to be a bit happier than if you're always focusing on the negatives. I think that's, that's really brought that to life over the last few months for me. Yeah. And in the lockdown, the first thing I did that was to turn off the news because oh yeah. my god how it uh, negativity and stuff so that's like that's one thing but the benefits of being at home with uh, so as young child as you have it's like you can the bond between everyone is yeah. just you can see it and you can watch it grow and and stuff so that's that's also a thing that most of us because we have to work yeah and a lot of times we don't have this bond because it like so sometimes it's hard because they are so small and uh, stuff. Yeah, it is, and it's, it's, it has been a real benefit um, to me in, in doing that. So I think, you know, at home I've always been a, you know, I'm quite analytical as well. <laughs> so I, I try and think, well, how could I be more happy? You know, and if if something's making me unhappy, I try and change it. You know, it, it, it's not more complicated than that do more of the things that make me happy and try and do less of the things that make me unhappy. And that doesn't happen overnight always. You know, it can be um, work can make you unhappy if you're in the wrong roles we've talked about, but also relationships. And we talk about re- results and relationships as part of the, the happiness of uh, course. Relationships are so important that you surround yourself with the people that make you happy. And um, for people that make you unhappy, you know, and there's been quite a few in, in my lifetime. Mm-hmm. Uh, you try and you try and distance yourself. It's not always easy to to just kind of distance yourself fully from people. But um, I, I certainly, as now being a parent, I, I don't want to subject subject her to being around negativity. So if there is negative negativity in your life through relationships, I do try and distance myself from that. Um, and, and whatever results that that brings, I, I find myself happier from doing it. Mm. Um, happiest when I'm at home, to be fair, just in my small family unit. Um, and, and I don't really need much more than that. Um, but, you know, as you move forward in life, you, you go through different relationships, uh, different friend groups, different family groups. And, you know, whilst that they're all really important, I think if you've got a really good, family unit at home, I think you'll be at your most happiness. I certainly am in that respect. 
So that must be how, that must be the answer to the happiness in life question because you mm. it is just it is important to like find out what you really want and and try to uh, avoid like you say the negativity. Yeah. Because it it's taken it, four five years to get to this point. <laughs> yeah, but it, it negativity drains you. So that's uh, that's something we don't need in those time these times. Yeah, and I think it rubs off as well. I think when you, if if you understand yourself, uh, which you tend to as you get older, you understand what makes you unhappy and what puts you in a bad mood or what makes you stressed, and and that can rub off um, in in your the way you're you kind of. Where you perceive and the, the vibes that you're giving off, and it, it's very evident in this type of environment when you're in a, a lockdown scenario. So my wife's really good at telling me when I'm in a bad mood, even if I don't realise it. Yeah. Uh, so I've got to thank for a lot of that to uh, to kind of put in the mirror on myself sometimes, just to say, well, actually, maybe I need to have a think about what I'm doing here. So uh, that that triggers off that deeper analysis and what I need to change. So the Darren today is not the Darren who started his work career for 20 years ago. My, my goodness, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, it has been great talking to you, but I, yeah. have, a, I have a challenge because, okay. because I, I love to put people on the spot like in a good in a good way but i know that because you have been in, in iceland that we we found out that you had been just last summer in yeah. iceland so that was a fun fact uh yeah but i have i wanted to say an icelandic word for me let's try it yeah <laughs> so so your word is hafnarfjörður hafnarfjörður <laughs> yeah hafnarfjörður so that, that <laughs> <laughs> so that's Harper Fjord. So that's uh, a nice word. Harper Fjord. Yes. So no. last last time we had Harfiskur. Uh, so you can you can maybe be <laughs> quite relaxed because that word is more dif- difficult. Can you say Harfiskur? <laughs> so you get two words. Harfiskur. Harfiskur. Again. Harfiskur. Well. I think somebody out there will be pissed because <laughs> it was actually Sarah who in the United States she couldn't quite not say it but she can't I think she has uh, she has been trying at home so but but Darren thank you very much for uh, the chat and I hope you have enjoyed it because this mission that we are on it must be like we take the small steps and we celebrate the small wins. So yep. happy to uh, have talked to you and thank you for giving me the time. I know it's your day off, so I hope your little girl is not uh, screaming at you. No, she isn't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so uh, thank you very much and we. I hope you will uh, enjoy the summer and have a nice one. Yeah, and to you. Pleasure. Thank you. This has been the Tribute to Happiness podcast. Tune in for next week's episode. You'll find us on social media.